0: Welcome to the PACT Podcast, where we discuss matters of Christian living and Christian discipleship for Christian community. PACT stands for Prayer, Accountability, Confidentiality, and Truth, Essentials for Doing Life Together in the Local Church. I'm your co-host, Tim Harvey, alongside co-host Adam Rogers and Cody Hopwood. Now, on to the PACT. Welcome
1: back to the Packed Podcast today, and Happy New Year to you. Uh, first episode of 2024 coming at you. Uh, so we thought it would be fitting to, to just kind of think about uh, 2024, uh, think about things we're looking forward to, uh, maybe things that we're not so excited about, yeah. and, uh, and then uh, maybe just kind of share with you all some of the things that are on our hearts and on our minds as we think about uh, goals and planning for 2024 and in some different areas of of life so uh, we'll we'll start out with um, uh, with this idea of what what are we looking forward most to in in 2024 uh, so tim you want to you want to get us started
0: just with that in one general what just are we looking forward just to in general in what are you
1: looking forward to
0: oh goodness that's a tough one um, very broad it is very broad Well, there's some things going on here at Bethlehem that I'm excited about. So uh, I won't go into all the details there, but uh, some pretty big decisions that we're making. And so I'm looking forward to that, looking forward to seeing what comes out of all that. Um, Just growth um, in our church and seeing the Lord work in some different ways. So just excited to see uh, what some things – uh, what happens with some of those different things and of course with 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 that there's some expectations some hope there's also some potential fears because you don't know exactly how all that's going to happen you know and so um but yeah that that's pretty big and i guess that's pretty vague because i didn't say exactly what those things are but just because it's some decisions still do have to be made i can't say exactly what is gonna happen you know so uh but uh looking forward to that looking forward to some things on uh, uh, just more personal level with family you know kids getting at certain ages and rowan's actually starting kindergarten this year hopefully and so that changes a few things for us personally in our in our lives and um just watching them grow and get involved in more things and and just, you know, looking forward to that on a personal level. And then UK is good this year. So I'm looking forward to the. March Madness. I'm uh, <laughs> looking forward to March Madness this year. Are you, though? And I mean, I am
1: too, but man. I every mean, that's March. basically next week the way time well, it's going to so. go <laughs> but,
0: but I'm looking forward to that. I'm curious to see if the Cats can make a good run this year. So
2: there you go. Yeah. What about you, Adam? What are you looking forward to? Well, I'm, it depends on what we're. If, are we thinking about just anything that General, could happen, or broad. something that's planned that could that's going to happen? You tell me, man. Well, I'm. I'm looking forward to Jesus coming back. like In 2024?
0: I don't know. I hope so. Well, Brandon prayed for it. Sunday morning, Brandon prayed. He did pray ex- for it. Like, specifically, let this be the year that Jesus comes back. And so. we
2: are – there was a hearty amen in the hearts yeah. of Bethlehem, yeah. You should uh, write a book about that. You know, side tangent, you know this has been a thing, right? <laughs> I, I don't guess so. You didn't know this? Oh, uh-huh. guys. So, yeah, there was this fella in the 80s. I can't remember what year he started this, but let's just say it was nineteen eighty eight. It was or maybe eighty. It was eighty reasons Jesus has come back in nineteen eighty. Uh, well eighty one came sell. around, he was like, Ah oh, miscalculations and wrote another book reasons. that sold how I don't know how many millions of copies, thousands, millions, whatever. Did he use the same eighty and then add just one he or did he come eight, up with yeah. like eighty one new ones? No, 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 no. It sounds like to me he just added like, Oh, I miscalculated, here's Here's a, a whole other book. And it kept going into the in the 1990s, and I don't I think he died. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah, that was a great end of the story. But point being, <laughs> yeah, he he had these books that people kept buying. So uh, if someone tells you they have one so reason. You're not gonna
0: do twenty four no, reasons. Jesus coming. twenty four. No, that's that's okay.
2: Uh no, I'm not making predictions. I'm just hopeful. Um I one thing that I'm lo- really looking forward to, um, which will be in June this year is a mission trip to Mexico, Monterey, Mexico. So, mm-hmm. uh, our student ministry um, attempts to do a, a larger mission trip every two years, um, and so this is that year. Uh, and you know, two years ago we did a domestic trip to Phoenix, Arizona. It went spectacular. It was an awesome uh, trip there, uh, serving with a North, North American Mission Board uh, church plant. And so this year, through some friend connections that are in ministry, uh, we're partnering with a group in, in this church as well to go to Monterey. And um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I said June, that's actually in July. Uh, camp is in June. Uh, youth pastor's got too many dates in his head yeah. for youth stuff. But so I'm looking forward to that. So we're kind of in the I'm still in the planning process now. It's you know getting our team together, making sure we go through our um, application process talking about how we're going to raise money what kind of money we need to raise all that kind of thing so it's so it's still pretty preliminary but i'm i'm i will be really excited when it's you know boots on the airplane and here we go you know
0: boots on the airplane boots on the airplane
2: there you go
1: i think uh 2024 looking forward to um some of you probably know some of you may not heard but my wife had a Career change, mm-hmm. uh, so she's working uh, at a at a nonprofit now, and uh, we're we're excited to see you know first and foremost what happens there and how the Lord will use her, uh, you know, through the Hope Center where she's working. Uh, but we're also excited to kind of see what happens, you know, in our family and in our ministry. I guess specifically in the context of of the church and really even just our family at home and and how. We think it'll be a refreshing season uh, as as this transition is taking place, and um, she's excited about uh, being a little more present, you know, in, in some of the ministry things uh, that we have going on. So, I think that's probably top of the list. One of the things yeah. we're we're excited to see play out in 2024. Don't know how it's going to play out. Uh, what we think is going to happen may not be what happens at all. Uh, but but we're we're excited to to see that. Yeah. Uh, so, on, on the heels of that question, let's let's go opposite end of the spectrum. What are you, I was going to say not looking forward to, Let, let's make it a little more dramatic. What are you
2: dreading? Should we all answer <laughs> on the count of three? One, One two, two, three, the presidential election, election. Yeah. oh yeah, so we're on the same page. Yeah.
1: Now, is it the election itself or is it oh. everything that surrounds the election?
0: Probably everything, yeah. I
2: mean, yeah. well, I mean, we just live in such a polarized age, and we can all remember four years ago, which does – I mean, it seems so long ago, but it really wasn't, actually, where, you know, it's the chaos of the political onslaught of ads, and then you have the contested election. It's just all the things. So hopefully this year will be smoother, but just given kind of our climate, it feels like it's not –
0: so. it also it kind of feels like there's a part in the pond but a trumping every every election has to be kind of a trump of the previous election like in some kind of dramatic fashion you know you're confusing so,
2: people using the word trump yeah
0: <laughs> but yeah maybe it's <laughs> the opposite of trump whatever that un trump whatever, yeah just, it's just i don't know things just it seems like there's some, one up
2: one upmanship yeah, yeah but right.
0: in drama in drama yes yeah. Yeah, right uh, it's, yeah. so it's like is there an entertainment factor to it oh is there an entertainment
2: factor <laughs> yes it's an entertainment this factor. is not what this podcast <laughs> no, is about no, no, But I, hey, you I'm, go. I'm, I'm here I got a pack pick for that um, Neil postman's amusing ourselves to death I'm reading it right now uh, it's written in the 80s and it is I mean it's very insightful for its day but it's basically prophetic for ours when yeah. it comes to some of these things so. well, there's certainly
0: no doubt that there's a lot of people who are making money off the drama of politics sure. you know yeah. and uh I don't know. I just it worries me because it does seem like there's been a one upmanship over the last several elections and so as dramatic as the last one was, mm-hmm. does that mean that this one's even gonna be more dramatic than that one? It just yeah. it's like what could it be? What could it possibly you
1: know, be? I don't wanna it's, imagine. It's so but. disheartening, I think, just to see the the attitudes and the slander and yeah. you know, the the lack of Christ likeness yeah. that, that comes across I mean, these aren't behind closed doors. These are literally on the political stage, and I think that's what I dread is mm-hmm. just you lose a lot of hope and a lot of faith that you would like to have in humanity. Of course, we know biblically that's inaccurate, but yeah. you know, you would like to think the people kind of running the show would would have some tact about them, and oftentimes what the election reveals is it's – Seemingly here lately, quite the opposite. Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be yeah, good. It's gonna be, be great. It's gonna be great. Happy twenty twenty four leap year, everyone.
2: <laughs> happy New Year. You get an extra day to dwell on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so let's look. Uh,
1: w- one of the things I wanted to talk about, spend spend some time on, is is kind of some hopes and goals, and, and we're gonna we're gonna look at this from I guess a few different angles. Uh, but I want us to I want us to think about hopes and goals in 2024. And let, let's start with um, being that we're all pastors, we're all in Christian leadership. Um, what are some hopes and goals that you guys have in 2024, specifically in? In your ministry context, I guess for you all it would be here at, yeah. at Bethlehem Baptist, and for me it would be at Beulah. But but what are some hopes and goals, and maybe some things you're you're wanting to see uh, come to be in in 2024 that you're looking forward to?
0: Well, we started preaching through Romans uh, here f- f- a couple months ago, and so we'll pick back up in that in February. And so you know, a hope and a goal on a personal level is just that we rightly divide the word of truth as we're going through this weighty weighty book but also that it's just transformative in our people's lives and our own lives as we're preaching through it but transformative in the church's life Uh, there does seem to be a lot of excitement from people uh, as we've begun this letter that just are excited to go, go through up this mountain you know adam gave this imagery of scaling mount everest as we began romans and Uh, There seems to be a lot of excitement about that. So a lot of hope there uh, we'll be getting in chapter two. So, you know, some weighty stuff. Chapter three, especially, is one of the most clear uh, explanations of the gospel, I think, in the whole Bible uh, right there in chapter three. So, um, yeah, a lot of hopes around just what we're preaching through. And then, uh, you know, as, as we look at just our church context, there's things that, you know, I'd love to see us grab, grab onto more, have a gr- more passion about, such as you and I talked about this beforehand a little bit, but just the evangelism spirit of our church that we recognize the lost around us more, kind of become more of a culture. It's it's one thing to have kind of a programmatic, you know, those things are great when we did, I think, probably every Baptist church around did Who's Your One and Gospel to Every Home and all those uh, ways of focus that are great things. But there's a kind of another thing when the church culture becomes evangelistic that you don't necessarily have to have an emphasis, but it's just – hey, This is just who we are as people. We'd share the gospel with with lost relatives and with lost friends. and uh, so yeah, that would be another thing that I would love to to see more and more, not just in 2024 but beyond.
2: That's you, Adam. Um, I, there's several there's a few things that come to mind, but um, one in particular, of course, here at Bethlehem, one of my primary responsibilities to our student ministry, and and one of the things that we've been chipping away and working towards, and starting to kind of feel like we're we're making traction, is to see more of our students discipled, um, more on that individualistic level, like smaller groups and stuff. So I would like to see that continue from where we've where we got to to this point, but also along the way. Uh, be more family equipping in the way that we, we do it. So, you know, I was able to complete a project last year, and it's basically a handbook or a guidebook to our, our student ministry, which is meant to be useful to parents and to students uh, alongside one another. So just kind of trying to think how to <clears throat> continue to foster Discipleship towards our students, as those who are partnering with their parents, but also figuring out ways to engage parents as well in a meaningful way, and uh, having opportunities for parents and students to to serve alongside one another. Uh, that's one of the things, small little perks that I'm looking forward to with our um, our mission trip. With it being international, you know, I know that's a that's a big deal for families to let their student, uh, you know, leave the country with, you know, even if it's someone they trust. But we're we're seeing where a couple uh, of the students have a parent who's going to be going with them, so it's neat to see um, a mother son etc. going on mission trip together. So it's not just a age programmatic thing, but it's a family. You know, so I'm looking forward to um, continuing to try to cultivate that here. And uh, there's other things, but that's that's kind of one of the bigger things right now, um, forefront of my mind anyway.
1: Yep, good stuff. Well. Tim, you mentioned you all walking through, walking through Romans, and of course, in the nature of Romans, you'll be there for a while. For a while, yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, half a decade. We're <laughs> we're kind of beginning a, a similar journey, not not through Romans at Beulah, but um, I'm going to begin, Lord willing, in in John. Starting John, yeah. this this week actually. So this year, this week. Uh, so I'm I'm excited as we as we kind of dissect John and and really really look at the meaning of it. Who is Christ? What did he come to accomplish? Uh, that sort of thing. And, and through that, I'm hoping, of course, over time, as all of us are, that you know maybe we can have folks come in who uh, who who are not believers. Uh, maybe they're seekers, kind of exploring what it is. Uh, John is an excellent place for yeah. mm-hmm. for folks who are seeking to come in and really begin to understand like who who is this man Jesus and what what is what's the Bible say about him what's Scripture um, so so I'm hoping we see some fruit in that we can have some guests you know maybe some lost come yeah. in and and plug in with us and you know Lord willing see some salvations and some baptisms Absolutely. and you know add add to the church there. Um,
2: do y'all put y'all's uh, sermons online?
1: Uh, Facebook Live. Perfect. Yeah,
2: so you can go to Beulah Baptist. Because you're starting John Sunday? Yes. Good. Yeah. Because I start John and youth next Wednesday. So. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, so you're just going to steal from him? Are no, you, no, 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 no. Oh, steal is
2: such a strong word. Are
0: you just going to play his sermons through the video idea. on Wednesday night for the youth? Hey,
2: <laughs> that's an idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's an idea. <laughs> I yeah. guess you could. That is. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just heard permissions. So. Oh, yeah, I'm excited uh, about that too. We're starting um, on uh, in in our student ministry. Uh, not that, not to uh, this Wednesday, but the following week, second week of January. So I'm looking forward yeah. to that.
1: Yeah. What um what resources are you using as you study?
2: Um. Well, D.A. Carson has an excellent commentary on John in the Pillar New Testament commentaries, mm-hmm. uh, so I'll definitely be utilizing it. Um, there's a, a – well, it's not a new resource necessarily. It's kind of newer to me over the last year or so. Um, Rooted Ministries, um, they're a very solid uh, group that produces mainly resources for um, – Parents of of teenage students and teenagers themselves, so we've been utilizing their curriculum for Sunday school, uh, and they have some uh, they have a curriculum through John that I thought might be beneficial, uh, but I've got a, a handful of resources in the office that are uh, very good for on on the Gospel of John. So
1: yeah. I've got, on my desk at least, and then others through software, I've got R.C. Sproul, mm-hmm. uh, Kent Hughes, yep. uh, Kostenberger, and and D.A. Carson. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll The see. ESV I'm...
2: commentary set's excellent as well. Okay. Um, so anybody out there listening, even if you're not a pastor, uh, if you're just interested in studying deeper, uh, ESV uh, or Crossway, sorry, Crossway produced a, um, a commentary set through – I think all of the Bible. I think the only one that they don't have, or maybe I just don't have it yet, if they've already come out with, is the the commentary on Genesis. Uh, But the notes in there are superb. I mean, they it is accessible, you know, to any uh, beginner Christian or older Christian. You know, I mean, it it, it's a very balanced commentary that'd be really helpful to anybody looking for uh, study help in the new Mm -hmm. year. Yeah, that's good. Um. Let's look
1: at uh, some other I guess goals and hopes. Got a couple couple more categories. Um, we've got personal and and family. So Tim, I'm gonna let this be uh, let this be Mix your choice. This together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you put it together or you choose which one you wanna go with and yeah. we'll follow suit. But personal personal goals and hopes or family goals and hopes or maybe a
0: combination of the two depending on what you've got. Right. Well, goals, there's always, like, the stereotypical health-type things that people have at the first of the year, right? So I've got some of that stuff, you know. I've got how's that things. going? Uh, well, we just got started, right? So, yeah, you're three days in. Yeah. So uh, so how's it going? It's going okay, except for Adam made me eat chili for lunch Oh, today, yeah.
2: But. That was my bad. I didn't make you do anything. <laughs> you were not going to eat, but then I took you
0: yeah i was gonna skip lunch and then i didn't I needed lunch so so we're doing okay we're doing okay now but a few things like that of course some of that it's interesting how that changes as you get older because i've always i've always like lifted weights been a workout kind of person but i'm gonna be 45 this year and so my perspective is a lot different i don't really care anymore about how much weight i can lift you know i just want to try to be a healthy person so it's <laughs> just not that's hurt. <laughs> different yeah i just want to try to do it and not hurt myself is <laughs> is the goal now um so yeah so probably some goals more uh wrapped around reading um trying to be a little bit more intentional about some of the things that i read that are just kind of good for my soul uh i've kind of got a bad habit of you know, once the kids go to bed and there's a little free time, that's that's time to watch a ball game or you know just try to check out uh, in my mind. But there's there's probably some time there that could be more valuable to me as far as just my own personal growth. And so, hoping to be a little bit more disciplined in that area of using some of that time to to do some reading just for my own soul health and uh, um yeah. That'd be probably some of the practical thing yeah. things there.
2: What do you got, Adam? Um, I guess the only like the the one family thing that comes to mind is something. It's one of those things like we we've talked about. My my wife and I have talked several times, um, but I think you know I'd like to make sure that it's implemented this year. Uh, a friend of mine um, that I got to know in Louisville, he had four kids and. Something that he he did pretty uh, regularly, and I know this probably wasn't originally him, but about once a month, uh, he would take one of his children, like he and his wife would go with one child, and they would pick a thing, like Mm -hmm. just a a, a night out with that one child, you know, and – uh, you know, so every fourth month you get a night out with mom and dad, I guess. But I, we have three, and and I really like that idea because my, you know, I love that my children are home every night, like and we are together as a family, but. I can't be the only parent who have children who are like, you know, oil and water some nights. Like, they just don't mix. And they need a a break, and, like, they have different interests. You know, if I'm reading a book to Haddon, Eleanor's more wanting to play with dolls or do do an adventurous thing. And, of course, Carver, he's a little guy. But it's still, everybody's kind of into something different. So I think it could be really beneficial to our family dynamic, but also to each of our children just to have that kind of plan, like – one day out of the month, like you know, for an evening or whatever, we're gonna do a thing that that child enjoys. You know, we're gonna go to the library with that, and we're gonna go on an adventure walk with Eleanor. We're gonna, which Carver's gonna be two this year, so whatever a two-year-old wants to do, you know, you know what I'm saying. Just something that's a little bit more intentional, um, spending that quality time together. That's something that we we want to do. And then on a, I guess the, the, like I don't, I'm weird. I I don't set like. Your typical New Year's resolution, like I'm going to lift X amount of weight or whatever. And so this year, I guess the only one that actually comes to mind is I would like to, by the end of the year, have walked 300 miles, which I know sounds probably a lot, but it's it might not be, you know, um, but that's two that's 300 recorded miles. So hiking trips included. Walking on the loop, that sort of thing, and so partly just trying to be healthy, and I just enjoy it. it clears my mind. Um, I enjoy backpacking, so if I can get away for a few days and uh, drop some miles, that'd be nice. So I guess that's that's my goal. There you go. Now that I've said it,
1: I have to break it. <laughs> uh, now that now that you've said it, we're going to hold you to it. That's okay. I'm good. Each week you have to update What's us. the name
2: of this podcast? It didn't say something about accountability? Accountability. Pac-E-A.
1: Yeah. yeah. We'll ask you each week as we record well, how many miles A3, you... I think I've done 300 feet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little uh,
1: behind. <laughs> I gotcha. No, I, I feel like I've got a ton this year, and I don't even know if I've said them out loud until now, but just um, I think a lot of times as you you wrap up a year and you start a new year, you, you start to reflect on the last year and Man, as I've reflected, and I'm i kind of natural tendency to be hard on myself anyway, but like I see a lot of areas where I could grow and improve, and you know I probably probably over overshoot my capability or ability. Uh, but but one of my big ones this year is I am trying to be more organized. Um, you know, naturally with with the role that I serve in at Beulah as uh, as the pastor organizations kind of a big deal you know if you don't if you don't have a place where you write things down if you don't keep a calendar just the right way things you know things are going to slip through or you're going to be going to be late on things or, or cert, certain stuff like that so I'm I'm trying really hard to to dial in a system this year uh, that that will work long term of this is how I want to keep my calendar, whether that be a yearly calendar, a monthly calendar, or literally just tracking The time that I spent during the day and what I did during the day. Uh, So that's worked well for three days so far. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, here's to keeping it going, I guess. Um, And then one thing I'm I'm trying to focus on this year too. Once again, this would be family. This would be personal. This would even be church. Is is leadership? Um, You know you you go to you go to seminary and. They teach you theology and they teach you how to study and, um, you know, you enter into a church context where where you are the leader and you very quickly get humbled and and realize how much you don't know so many times. Uh, so, so I'm trying to work on some some of my known weaknesses, uh, just in the areas of leadership and uh, how I can how I can lead better. Uh, basically, uh, in the family, you know, leading my wife and my children, uh, really from day to day. How do I lead myself? And then ultimately thinking about the church, how do I lead the church forward uh, for whether that be evangelism or missions or discipleship or or the things that we are to do as a church. Um, Really want to not let uh, limited leadership capacity hold back. So. Lofty goals on my part, uh, but those are some That's things I'm, I'll am i say I'm working toward. I will be far from conquering, I'm sure. But Can I what, take
0: your goals, too? Can you take them? Yeah. Absolutely. I'll just, just add your goals. Yeah. To too.
2: yeah. Ditto. Oh, well, I was going to say, can I be added to your goal? Can you organize for me? Yeah.
0: Oh, there you go. That's even better.
2: I don't know that you want that.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i have a system it looks like the you know everybody's seen that picture floating around on the internet where it's the room with all the paper everywhere in red yarn like you know yeah. attached to different walls and different pieces you know looks like a crazy person that's my organization but <laughs> i know where everything's at yeah. so it's all good yeah all good. my thing i'm just trying to dial
1: in my system mm-hmm. and like i've been looking for a planner but I want it to do, like, everything, and mm-hmm. I guess they don't make it because I haven't been able to find it yet. So yeah. my wife's probably getting tired of me, like, bringing home planners and notebooks and stuff. But <laughs> I'm I'm trying to dial in a system that'll work. Yeah,
2: my calendar, Time I live and tell. die by, and then um, my reminder app, you know, I can say when I'm thinking about, hey, Siri, remind me at 10 o'clock on Tuesday to do X, Y, and Z, you know. It helps. Do you do electronic or do you do hard copy? I guess reminder would be electronic. It is electronic. Yeah. So I know this is going to sound contradictory. If anybody knows me, most of it is electronic. Like for me personally, like everything else in my life, like I use obviously I use technology constantly. But like sermons, for instance, I, you people who preach with a iPad it makes no sense to me. Like if iPad dies, I hope your brain works. If mine doesn't. It would turn off too. So I've, I've got a hard copy That's why piece of charge paper. Charge it, man. If, man, when it, has your phone not ever glitched or like you know, maybe not. Uh, you're looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. You never had it you've never had technology go like mess up on you in, in really inopportune times once once that's one too many see like i'm i'm a control for yeah, you you
0: sound like you're a...
2: 137
1: years i, old. I, I 136, a of thank
0: you. fly off the podium whatever i have dropped my i well i have dropped my notes before. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah i have dropped my notes before but like the the chances of an iphone or a ipad like dying you know without warning slim to none Compared to your your paper notes catching on fire mid sermon, like it's a completely like it's not going to happen. Like it's, I'm saying yours is far more likely. <laughs> anyway, uh, so no one cares about what we're talking about right now. No, uh, no. But no, I do a lot of electronic. Everyone just signed off. Yeah, like yeah, we have other podcasts of value we could be listening to. <laughs> Maybe your resolution in the new Year is to spend your time wisely. Welcome to the Pack Podcast. Yeah. So um, anyway. Yeah, there's there's plenty, I and mean, maybe somebody listening has a, a good strategy that would be helpful. If you, I'm all ears. Yeah, I
1: mean, I I'm telling you, anything you've improve. got that could help, I am
0: willing to learn. I think it's yeah. depend depending on the person. Like, I'm I'm obviously, you can ask Adam or my wife, one of the worst organizational people on the planet, probably. But we, there is one thing I found that helps me, and that is uh, I I have a thing that sends emails to myself as reminders the reminder app doesn't work for me because it reminds me once and then it goes to sleep
2: you can fix that
0: well but the email i'm checking my email constantly through the day you know so if i have if i know that i need to remember something on a particular day then i'll send an email and the recurring ones are the best you know i know i need to be reminded on this day at this time every week or every month or whatever then it helps me a lot yeah
2: but I you know another cool feature of your
0: calendar which
2: I keep a very detailed like it's a crazy paper looking, calendar or electronic calendar well here's what I'm getting at you you make it you make it on your computer but then you can if spread it doesn't it off. die. Or no, I print fire. it off. I print it off. <laughs> Listen, it could happen. It could happen. Uh, so I print it off, and then I've got the calendar where I can make notes and do stuff. But like, it's it's a lot cleaner that way. It's not just chicken scratch all over the paper. Yeah. It's like these are the things that are absolutely planned to happen. And then, as no, you know, unforeseen little small things come up. You can just jot it in, add it to your you know uh, your phone or whatever calendar later. But it's helpful. So,
0: man, we got all over the place today. We, we did. Yeah. I'm going to be more one-track-minded in
2: 2024. <laughs> Prove it. I won't. I'm going to follow the statistics on how, what is it, like 80% by week one fail their gals or something? Yeah.
1: No.
2: I'm holding strong at day 3 I'm holding strong. You're doing so. great. You're doing great. Anything else before we sign off, gentlemen? No. I, I, my, I guess my only encouragement, you know, because we all have things that we want to see done and like I'm very perfectionistic so I'm very hard on myself as well like whenever goals fail so you know if you're that kind of way like I think we need to remind ourselves that we serve a God of grace and we can be a little bit more gracious to ourselves like set goals these are good things to have in life it's good to have um, you know ambition spiritually and even you know um, in our hobbies those different things but we need to be gracious with ourselves and uh, ultimately you know Turning a new leaf in 2024 isn't going to just absolutely revolutionarily change your life, but it's that that constancy that the Word of God calls us to just continue to be faithful, you know, keep keep pressing on. Um, that's kind of one of the things I'm thinking about for our students, you know, this week, uh, just helping them think through, like, it's, it's on everybody's mind. It's a new year. But, like, Paul speaks about not being held tightly to the things of the past, good or bad, you know, forgetting what lies behind. I press on towards the goal of the upper call of, Christ, of God in Christ Jesus. So, just be my encouragement to you. Um, you know, just keep pressing on. Seek to be faithful. You fail your goal. Just keep, keep trucking. You know, get uh, up and keep going. Trust the Lord. Yep. keep moving.
1: So it's good, good encouragement there. Got anything, Tim? I don't think so. All righty. Well, thank you all for joining us for the Pack Podcast.
0: Uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Thanks for listening to The Pact Podcast. Weekly, we get together to think out loud, discussing ethics, apologetics, theology, and how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. For more information about our podcast, to connect with us or our church families, visit thepact.podbean.com. We pray you've been encouraged today and that you'll take the pact with a group of close believers pursuing prayer, accountability, confidentiality, and truth.